The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I'm just so confused by what it is. So am I, Greg. It's all coming back. It's rushing back. I mean, did other people join in? Um, If by other people you mean like. I think it was just basically my sister and I. Okay. Now, did did they have names? Um, of course they did. They're so... Did uh, did you ever admit this to anyone? Or was this like a closed door kind of thing? I don't think at that point there's like there's no shame in it at, yeah. at a particular age. But I mean, uh-huh. I think now looking back, like I do realize that I was the weird child. So it was my sister. I'm throwing her under the bus with me. Who took the arm off? <laughs> That's what I want to know, really, when it comes down to, because I think that determines who the future serial killer is. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Um, thank you for finding us. I do want to remind everybody to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on that Amazon link. We're not going to be buying anything from Amazon. It's always... Just a wonderful way to go shopping online. It sure is, Greg. Going to FunEmploymentRadio.com, clicking on the Amazon link actually, right there. I was in Bremerton this weekend, and I helped my mom set up her own Amazon account because she's still very afraid of the internet. Oh, yeah. The internet's scary. Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, I don't know. Whoa, whoa, I have to put my credit card. I'm like, Mom, mm-hmm. they're not charging you anything. Mm-hmm. It's just so when you when and if you buy something, you can do it. I had to, like, talk her through it for yeah, quite some time. Yeah, my... Um, my uh, parents actually, for a long time, they refused to use their debit card at the gas station because, like, well, no, they're going to steal the numbers. It's like, well, yeah, that can happen. I mean, technically, but the likelihood is pretty slim. But if you're listening to this, you've already figured out podcasts, so you're ahead of the game right there. You sure so are. Congratulations. You. Give yourself a pat on the back. Also, while you're at Amazon, go ahead and pick up a copy of The Zombie Who Cried Human. <laughs> and then also pick up the audiobook of that, which is narrated by... Ourselves. The two voices you're hearing right yes. now. Uh, so if you want to hear these voices, like doing like little boy zombie voices and like group of zombie voices, like it, it was pretty fun. Yeah, voice acting super fun. I want to do more of it. We so would if you love have to do voice more. acting um, things that you need done and you would like to give us money to do so, we would be yes. very interested. Yes, absolutely. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. <gasps> Greg, what's your limit? Know. Would you do like a like a phone sex line if you got if or like read a sexy book? Um, like what kind of sexy book? Like, uh, like Tops a, to Bottoms? Oh, that's not a sex. that's a straight up porn book. Would you read a porn book? Mm. For, for a set amount of money. Say that, that the porn book was like, it would I mean, that's you- a graphic, graphic descriptive Alright, so your thing. name would be attached to it as, oh. the, as the narrator. I can't use a pseudonym? Um, hmm. If I can use a pseudonym that ups it, if I'm putting my name on it. All no, right, how about you can I'm gonna use say no. a pseudonym, but you cannot alter the sound of your voice whatsoever. It is clearly your voice, but you can use a fake can't be name. Like, and now he went down to it. Yes. I can't alter my voice. Uh, how much money are we talking uh, about? Let's see, 500 bucks for an hour. No, not worth it. Uh-uh. Absolutely wow. not. Wow. It would take way more money than that. No, to put... to. For that, and for if you don't know what that Greg is, Diddler. it is a very, very graphic uh, sex book that uh, that was given to us at some Hi, point. Hi, Greg is grown-up graphic sex book. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to describe it without describing the acts. Like, the acts, they go into great detail. They're pretty aggressive. And a lot of adject- uh, adjectives describing the acts. Um, no. 
No, not an hour for five hundred dollars. No, I would have to go. It would have to be a lot more than that okay. for that one. Otherwise, I would certainly be interested in talking about your project. But now all we're going to get is emails of people with their private uh, sex books that they're writing. You know, whatever. Let me ask you this: If someone commissioned you to have uh, like a private narration, like say that they wrote their own sex book, a private narration session, uh, they wrote their only sex. They wrote their own sex book. It's an hour, uh-huh. and it's not like for national publication or anything. It's just for themselves. Five hundred dollars. Would you do it? Yeah. How can I guarantee it's just going to be kept for themselves? You can't. Then no. Uh-uh. No. I still wouldn't do it. No, because I can't. I mean. What's I, your price point then? I've, I mean, in all honesty, I've read clips of this live on this show before, so mm-hmm. it's not like it's not out there. Uh, what's my price level? I just saw Rick post one of the phrases, which I will not read. Do you remember that? Yes. From no, I know because I, I had to read it. I lost it a bet and I had to read it out loud. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, and we're going to lose any future children's books narrations <laughs> if we keep talking about this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it would take. What about you? Would you do it? For $500? Yeah. Probably. Okay. So with your name attached and everything. I mean, that's what, I was talking to my mom about that uh, this past weekend, and she was just like, I really admire the way that you kind of patchwork all your finances <laughs> together. I'm like, yeah, I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, like podcasting, painting, voice acting, bartending, cater waitering. Like I really do kind of, it's a mishmash of things. So why not throw in porn narration? Oh man. Okay. This, Vicky is asking, would you do 50 shades of gray? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I would do 50 shades of gray. Oh my God. You know 100%. what else? Like, sorry. I, I just got back from visiting That's my big parents. Bucks. My mom told, so my mom's part of a book club. She's part of like three book clubs. She loves to read. Uh-huh. They read 50 shades of gray. My mom read 50 Is that Shades. weird knowing that your mom read it? Yes. It's super creepy. I did, so she and her book club were going to go see that um, there's a new movie. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's maybe it's called Book Club with like Meryl Streep and um, Diane Keaton and a bunch of ladies. A bunch of old ladies. Yeah, who have their own book club and then they all read Fifty Shades of Grey. So it's yeah, like, it you looks know, like, like, oh, Murphy Brown's in it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a dynamic cast. But yeah. my mom went with her book club to go watch this movie about a book club who wrote Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm like, oh, but... You know, your book club didn't read that. And she's like, oh, yeah, we did. I'm like, mother. Oh. Did you ask her about it? Yeah, she said it was the like the most poorly written piece of trash that she'd ever read. She's like, it wasn't even, like, interesting. I'm like, all right. Huh. You're yeah, I mean, sick. it's supposed to be terrible. Well, I remember there was one, at one point, a few years ago, our friend was reading it, and I did an, an out loud reading. Oh, that the friend book. being our friend Jessica. Yes. Has read all of them. We were at a pool, and I was like, <laughs> let me read it. So I, so I read it out loud, like, I've, I don't know, a bunch of it, actually, for uh, people. Yeah, and it was terribly oh written. Oh, my god! I mean, it's just trash. Tops to bottoms is written better than, than that book is. But and the, still, it makes a ton of money. I will absolutely read that. So if you would like a private reading of Fifty Shades of Grey, it's kind of weird that you're asking me to do that, but I will definitely do it. Who's asking you? You're offering yourself. <laughs> Nobody is asking. Not a single I mean, I'm getting so many asked. emails oh, already. You're being bombarded. Uh, we'll, t- we'll have a bidding war, and then we'll see you know, who can do it. Seriously, though, if you do have an audiobook and you want us to narrate it, let me know. We're, we're in. Oh, we're, yeah. We're in. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 100%. So you can let us know about that. All right. Greg, uh, especially, though, for the pornographic ones, as you just heard him say. Yes. The more pornier, the better. That's, you know, I don't even want that phrase out there. All right. <laughs> anyway, the, the key was, the whole thing was, pick up your copy of The Zombie Who Cried Human and then buy the audiobook that goes along with it. All right. Sarah, let's talk about what's happened. So, so as we discussed, yes. 
uh, last Friday for our last episode, the previous episode that you just listened to. Sarah was heading up to Bremerton and sure then the in Seattle area to go to a beer fest that also happened to be taking place at a place where there were two landmarks from Twin Peaks. Oh, not just it. two, Greg, but I don't know. Not just two, there were more. Again. Yes, more. Okay, so there's one of the buildings that was that they did. It's, some mul- of the it's one building used as multiple sets for the okay. pilot episode of the original version of Twin Peaks. And then the log where they found Laura Palmer is Laura's also log, still there. Yes, Laura's a, log. Yes, okay. they have it tethered to the shore. I mean it should if it wasn't, it would have been washed away long, okay. long ago. But yes. So that is still there. And the last time you went to this brief fest last year, you went with your dad and you encountered a bunch of other people yes. who were Twin Peaks fans. Yes. Did you find any other ones? I did this not. Time? I did not. This year there it was were no a little, other Twin it Peaks. Was Rainy, I think that that was a little, uh, unfortunately, I think for the um, all the breweries that were there, it kind of sucked for them because instead of having this big outdoor area, they all had to kind of yeah. cram into, not mm-hmm. the not the Twin Peaks Lodge, but uh, the other one. So they were all kind of jammed in there. Yeah. And it was a lot older of a crowd. Lots and lots of cotton tops this year. Huh. Whereas like last year, it was like pretty, it was pretty young. Were you going to say pretty hip? I was going to say hip. I mean, is that really I, what you were going to say? I really was. You, I didn't mean Which to. crowd I, do you I, think you I hung you're out more? all day yesterday with cotton tops. Do you I think know. you would associate more with the cotton tops or if there, there were like, you know, a much younger crowd there? I get along really well with the cotton tops. Yeah, so that's, okay. Yeah. So you were you were doing good. Well, yeah, so I, think, I mean, but it was just, it was very Being small. a younger person in that group, did you get a bunch of beers bought for you? I or? did get some beers bought for me. Lots of, um, you know, people calling me young lady. Okay. I felt I felt very... Less ma'am and more young lady. Yeah. When I first got there, I was really self-conscious because I did wear my Twin Peaks themed outfit, which if any, I'm not even going to describe it, but... If for anyone who doesn't know, but if you do know, I was wearing a red shirt with um with a chevron pattern black and white jacket on top of it. The okay. Black Lodge, you know what that is. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. So um yes, yeah, so I was wearing that, and I when I got there, I was like, oh, I feel so like the second I stepped in, I'm like, I feel like an idiot. Mm-hmm. So I went there. I, I was wandering around like there. It was so abandoned out there. Like last year, there were all these people laying next to the log and doing all this stuff. This year, it was just me. Just me by myself. Just you, reminiscing about Twin Peaks. And it was fine. It did was you fun. like look around trying to find somebody? I just, I was kind of done. I did. Yeah. I did, but I couldn't find anybody. But the cool thing was, so inside of uh, the other lodge, which is what they used as the interior for the Great Northern, which is the big hotel, blah, 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 on top of the waterfall in Twin Peaks. Sure. Um, they had cornhole set up in there. So that was fun. So my That's dad cool. and I got to play cornhole inside of the Great Northern. It was pretty freaking awesome that's that it was cool. it was kind of a dream come true i'm like two things yeah. that i love uh together combined uh-huh. um yeah that was neat it was it was a really fun day that's cool yeah so did that but um, no other twin peaks aficionados with you no so you were all on your own on that no, one i was desperate too i was looking for anybody and nobody okay nothing but i did what was cool is that it was so it was so much smaller and there were so many less people there like i was in that lodge thing in the lodge by myself like for a good like fifteen minutes, like nobody even came in there. I'm just wandering around looking at all the Native American art, and mm-hmm. and not a single other person was in there. It was weird. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Know. And then it started making me think. I'm like, maybe this show wasn't as popular as I thought it was. Um, I mean, I think it's popular, but that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's going to clamor to go to that thing at yeah. that particular day. You know. Yeah. At that time. Mm-hmm. And plus, people don't you don't even know it's there. Exactly. Um, but yeah. okay, so but you, it was neat. I had I had a great time. My dad is uh, quite the good sport, and he kept. He's like, Sarah, do you want to go lay next to that log thing again? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like no. no, I'm good. It was all like mucky. I'm like, I'm not going to lay in the dirt like next to it. So I took a, a picture standing next to it. I've grown up a lot since last year. Yeah, a lot has. I've changed. matured a lot. You really have. I really You're have. growing into a future cotton top right now. <laughs> I so. So you did all that, but the yes. the other thing that we were talking about here at the beginning of the show has to do with a picture that you posted 
over the weekend. And I believe, was that on our Fun Employment Radio page? If not, we'll get a uh, No, picture. it's on our Instagram. Yes, it's on uh, Fun Employment Radio right now and our Instagram There is page. a picture now. There so is of all of over them. the weekend, Sarah was staying at her parents' place and apparently went through some of their old toys. And this is what I want to... Oh, my God. I'm looking at... You can go to our Instagram page right now because she brought all of these here to our studio. That is a disturbing picture. That is really what disturbing. What are you talking about? Uh, I'll see if we can get a... I'm posting the link in the chat okay. right now. There we okay. go. Okay. So Sarah's posting that into our chat. Um, <laughs> and if you're, if you're listening to the podcast, just go to our Instagram page, Fun Employment Radio. Follow, follow us on there. What you'll see is our green room here at the studio and the couch <laughs> in the green room. And sitting on it are... One, two, three, four, six nightmares, which are these dolls that Sarah apparently used to play with when she was a child. Now, these aren't like, you know, hard plastic, like Barbie type dolls or, you know, the porcelain <gasps> that dolls. That is the constant now that you're talking about that. These are like the stuff. Cloth dolls. Cloth dolls. I didn't, they're, none of them are plastic. And That's some of them strange. are quite large. Now, one of them is just a teddy bear. That one, okay. It's That's like a little, fine. Yeah, it's a, it's a fine teddy bear. I just kind of wanted to put him in there. You've got a, a blue he one. He only has one eye, but that's not a problem. Oh, well, that happens. It does happen. You've got one there with blue hair, like blue pigtails and like a, a little, little bonnet. little dead, beady, like shark eyes. The deadest eyes you've ever seen. The deadest. Uh, sitting next to that, just give, to give a quick description of some of these, and then I want to go back through and talk to you about, about this thing of nightmares. You've got, oh, uh, Vicky is saying they're called rag dolls. Okay. Okay. And so then you've got another one with like some kind of little sundress thing on. Yeah, I, would I guess. don't know what that one, and that's its little baby that came with it. And and so well, the, the the one with the sundress thing has red hair. It's not a Raggedy Ann and Andy because there is a Raggedy Ann or Andy, but a weird looking one. Yeah, it doesn't have any clothes. It's on. a strange one. Yes, a naked Raggedy Ann and Andy. And it's like, and its face a, was hand painted on, and the eyes are a little off center, and it's like a very strange looking. So you've got that. The, back to the other one with the sundress thing. That one has its own little baby. Which is a creepy, creepy, tiny little thing that's with a giant smile. They both have creepy giant that's smiles. That's staring into your soul. That's the one where if you were in the if this was in a horror movie, that's the one that would wake up and be in bed next to you the staring at you. The little baby or the, the or little the baby. One. Okay. The little baby would be the one. And then the creepiest of them all. So that's that's the five that we've got so far. The sixth one, I don't even know how to begin to describe this thing. It's it looks tall. I mean, it's got to be two and a half feet tall, I would guess. Maybe it's bigger. Tall. It is a s- white stuffed pillow body with long limbs and legs. The head has these painted on eyes with giant eyelashes that go all the way around it. It's got a oh, no, little are, ball. No, those nose. are actually sewn into the head. The eyelashes are sewn in. Oh, yeah. It's sewn in. It's got these red lips that almost look like it's trying to give you a kiss. <laughs> On top of it, it's got this sparse blonde hair that looks like the hair is falling out. Or it is slowly. falling out. I think it used it definitely had more hair. Like long blonde hair that's like patches, like patchwork hair that's on top of it. And in this weird rectangular kind of almost pillow head. And it's it's got two legs. And only one arm, because the other arm is ripped off. It's still there, but it's sitting in its lap. It did have two arms. I don't know quite what happened to it's the other It's being arm. described in our live chat right now by the Fun Employment Ready Supporters Club members by Rick. It looks like something from a Tool video. It does look like a Tool video. That is a good point. It looks like it'd be stop-motion animation as it's slowly coming for you and, like, crawling on the ground, picking up its dead arm. 
that's hanging there. Oh, yeah. Now, these were dolls you played with as a child. Yes, and particularly, so they all were our friends. My sister and I would spend many hours in the basement of whatever house we were living in, either the base, yeah, usually we would have split level houses and our playroom was always down, however, the lowest level of the house. Okay. And so, yeah, my sister and I would set these all up and then have all sorts of like concerts or dinners or all different kinds of magical stories. Okay. But these were our friends and I did not realize until my parents came at me with garbage bags full of dolls this weekend saying, hey, so we're cleaning out the garage. Can you girls please get your shit out of it? And I'm like, okay. And they're like, well, why don't you look through these dolls and see these were like your favorite dolls when you were a kid yeah. and see if you still want to, you know, if you want to keep any of them. And as soon as I opened the bag, it's just like, you know, smells like dust and, and like, you know, old 30-year-old dolls. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening? And I, as I was looking at them, like, I, I forgot about every single one of them. And as I'm looking at them, I'm like, holy crap, they're all coming back to, like, I completely remember them. So this is what you and your sister would play with. And uh, there's some people I can see in the chat, they're saying, oh, you know, they, they, look, they don't look creepy at all. Uh, Carrie's saying they look like well-loved, handmade toys. And some of them do. Like, I, I'll say, you know, as a, as a real little kid, my brother and I had Raggedy Ann and Andy dolls that my, uh, my grandmother made. Mm-hmm. You know, fine. That's okay. I think the key here, though... The the creepiest thing about these dolls is the tall one with the sparse blonde hair. And that was my... We, with the missing arm. So my mom and I were talking about it. We can't remember. I don't think that she did because we were trying to remember if my grandmother and my father's mother had made them, which she doesn't think that she did, but she's not sure. See, that makes it even worse not knowing the origin of these. They yeah, just because, appeared. because what happened... So my sister had a matching one. Here, I'll, I'll just grab it. Well, first... Okay. Here, let's get back to that one in a second. First of all, I just want to okay. show this one... Real well, quick. For, for those of you who are watching live, and again, you can see the picture at our uh, Fun Employment Ready yeah, page so, on Instagram. Uh, when I did post the picture yesterday of so all... this is the oh, one in the sundress. <laughs> this is the one with the dead green eyes, the bright red hair, and the sundress. I didn't even realize that it's wearing um, a bracelet that says Tickles on it. Oh my god, it's called Tickles? It's called Tickles. So um, this one was the one that seemed to freak out people the most for some reason. The I, eyes are bright blue. There are no, There's no white to the eyes. It's like a marble eye with a... Blue yeah. and then a black beady center to and it. And then lots of like like billions of eyelashes are on them. Yeah, it almost looks like running mascara that's falling off of yeah, it. Yeah, but they're like and all the- around. It's like spiders have like stuck. They're stuck behind the um, the bulbs of the eyes. Yeah. And they're just sticking out. Their little legs are sticking out all around them. No. No, that is that is now. What was the name of this one? Uh, this one is Tickles, I think. I, okay, but so I, that was Tickles. Yeah, so, that's so we would just Sorry. call them usually. Yeah, so this is. Tick- I totally forgot that we called her Tickles. <laughs> yeah, which is like hi the- Tickles. <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name's Tickles. I want to play with you. Are you ticklish? Your Bobby or Daddy told me you were. Oh, my God. Why are you doing that? I don't know. It just kind of came to me. So this is Tickles. (sighs) And then this one... I left Tickles' baby in the other room. I'm sorry, Greg. I know how much you loved her. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, we didn't get to see the baby. All right, let me okay. get the let me get her baby really quick. Okay, we're I gonna don't get know Tickles' why baby. A doll that looks like a child also has a baby. Yeah, that that is kind of odd. Again, you know, I, I didn't play with a lot of dolls as a child, so I didn't have that same experience. I mean, I have my GI Joe action figures. All right, so this is Tickles. This one should probably be okay. Sarah's coming Tickles. back now. She's bringing in the tiny baby, which is about like a hand sized, a little bigger than a hand. He is. Uh, yeah, maybe fits in your palm. He does fit in your palm, and he has a little red tuft of hair, a little curl, if you will, 
on the top also has green eyes. No creepy eyelashes, though. And uh, he's just a little buddy. Did the baby have a have a name? The baby. Uh, well, I don't. I don't remember his name honestly because I don't really. I didn't really yeah. play with like. There are lots of people that like like to play with like plastic babies and like fake babies when they're kids. My uh-huh. sister loved playing with babies. I never really liked them. I liked the big, terrifying dolls. Apparently, right. Uh, so this is the little buddy, who came with the you know the child doll. Who also, for some reason, had a baby, which is just making all the sense. It's being in the world. suggested perhaps the uh, baby was just the younger sibling that Tickles looked after. Tickles! Oh my God! Tickles! You won't believe what Mister Stitches saw. All right. Look, and then this is like, and then they just hug each other and love each other forever. Oh yeah, because look, I forgot about that. Tickles has arms that Velcro around it, holding. La, 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 la. By the way, if you have pictures of your creepy baby doll, send them in to funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Maybe we'll have a competition. Uh, somebody had written to me actually that Amy Schumer has a giant uh, creepy doll collection. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if she had a Tickles though. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That's. All right, really so we're gonna put Tickles over here. So being asked the- in the chat, it's this: Is this the baby's baby? The baby's babies. Babies baby. having babies. Was it? What is it that, on uh, Rest of Development? I think it's babies having babies. Oh God. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So they're gonna go down there now. I feel like they're starting to scare me so much. Like I, I feel like I shouldn't disrespect them, and I just threw tickles on the ground, and I don't want some like weird curse. Did these dolls talk to you? Like, did you have conversations with them? Well, you know, in your childhood mind, you can they're make like, voices. Hello, up. tickles. So who's to say if the voices weren't emanating from hello, the doll, or if they were Sarah. just in your? Hello, Sarah. Are you ticklish? That's what t- tickles sounded like. No. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Are you ticklish? Have Ew. you seen my baby? Ew. I'm yeah. missing my baby. I'm missing. You'll my be baby. my baby now. Who will be my new baby? Let me tickle you. Okay. Um. So there's that. The one that I did love, and this was my favorite one. So my sister and I would have different dolls. We had a lot of them. Um. Growing up. So my dad's name is Mike. My mom's name is Chris. And mm-hmm. so, like, whenever we'd have, like, like a lot of um, different stuffed animals, we'd call them, like, Chris and Mike for some reason. Wait, you named your dolls after your parents? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that, that's a little strange. That's, I didn't say odd. I wasn't strange. I did not say, no. I mean, you know, that is odd, I would say. I mean, unless I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that. Um, that seems However, a little weird. So when we didn't name them after our parents, we would name our dolls sometimes after ourselves. So this one, I did name my doll Sarah. Wait. Dude, you know that's strange, right? That is so not strange. You named, did it? you name it like Little Sarah? No, just Sarah. It's just also Sarah. Was it supposed Probably to be like, I think twin? It was like, I think it was like Big Sarah. Because <laughs> she was bigger than me at that point because I was little. And my sister had Big Heather. <laughs> that's so weird. That is so strange. So whenever we got these, if my grandmother made them or not, I, can't, I cannot recall. And neither could my mom, but they came with the dolls are like probably three. I don't know. What do you think? Like three feet tall? Yeah, at least three feet tall, maybe three I and a half s- feet tall. No, I don't know if three and a half, but it's well, it's pretty yeah, tall. No, that's it's taller than you think. It looks kind of like something. Looks like maybe something from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. This like it would have been. Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 It's really creepy. I mean, that is a really creepy face. It is. It is pretty creepy. So this was Big Sarah, and um, I don't know if my grandma. Yes, I don't know if she made it or. But she, someone made the clothes. I think By the way, this is going to be the screen cap for today's episode. Is what's on our camera uh, right now? Because my grandma at club. least made the clothes because both of them had matching dresses. Let's they go were and little. Smile at the camera for a minute. 
Oh my god! They were um, they had matching jumpers, denim jumpers, and um, then they had like little gingham shirts underneath with white collars, and stitched on the collar said one said Sarah, and then Heather said Heather on them, and they had a lot of hair. But the coolest thing about these dolls is that my sister and I. Um, this why are the, their arms so long? I don't know because let me tell you why. Because we used to dance with them. You danced with this. Because look at this. I don't know if anyone... By the way, if you're a kid, this is magic to have a doll your size. And my sister and I would dance around with them. Because oh my, that is something, though, that you know that's like out of a horror movie. Like the no, children look, look. dancing with the dolls and then the dolls talking to them. And then like the dolls protect them. No, but or the coolest like thing about this doll, look. Or no, so, the, children, <sighs> the children end up being embodied in the dolls. Maybe this is me, Greg. Um... So we would dance with them because of this. So they were made, I don't know if you could see these, with little stirrups on the feet. So what you could do is you could put your feet through the stirrups. Oh, God, it's attached to my microphone. Oh, God. Wait. It does. It has little stirrups it on the bottom stirrup. of the feet. And so what my sister and I would do is you put your feet through the little stirrups, <coughs> and then you could dance around with the doll or put the doll facing out, and then you could pretend you were the doll by, you know, sticking its arms out and, like, have it attached to your feet. And you're like, oh, hello, la, 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 la. That is so unnerving. Oh, yeah, and her arm fell off. But it's, like, right here. We can just try Yeah, what happened it. to the arm? I think it, I think it just kind of... Just time? time. Here we go. Put that back in there. Ah, uh, there. That's the ticket. Oh, it's a little shorter than the other one. Yeah, I think it's missing part of the oh, arm. Oh, it is missing part of it. But look, there, Good see? Lord. You would but, dance um, with this, with Big Sarah. Yeah. She had a little hat, you too, and I think. Big you know how much this explains. Like, this is... That's what everyone kept saying, and I'm like, should I be offended? But I'm not. I mean, I don't think I know you should me. be offended. It just, it, it does explain a lot. It's staring at me right now. It's, oh. Gross, <laughs> dude. kissy face. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh. Uh, so, anyway, this is Big Sarah. Uh, so, I this left, is what you would do. I left Big Heather at the house because Heather's going to give Big Heather to Eloise. To traumatize another generation. Yeah, being your, your niece. Okay, uh, yeah, Buffalo Bill made dolls. This is what they would look like. Mm-hmm. So Sorry. that's... So you would dance with their songs. These are just a few of my friends, Greg. So we have Tickles and Big Sarah. Tickles and, and Big Sarah. And Tickles and Baby. Little ba- and Tickles Illegitimate Baby. <laughs> tickles. When babies have babies. Babies having babies wow. having babies. This is a pretty amazing show and, show and tell. Thank you. That we have here today. Again, that picture's on our Instagram page. So you I don't quite know what them. I'm... Because my mom wanted me to get them out of the house, and I didn't have the heart to throw them away. So I don't know what to do with them. Because I can't bring them to my house. Well, you're going to. You're not leaving them here at the studio. I have to leave them here for no, now until... No, you're not leaving them at the studio. No. No. And I'm sorry. I know they're your children's toys, but I'm sorry. That is... No. I do not want to come in here in the morning and have Big Sarah staring at me. Big Sarah's going to slowly move Big around. Big Sarah some clothes? It would help if, I don't know. I'll put a Fun Employment Radio t-shirt on her. Dude, and no. And then she can, like, welcome no, our guests. No, because our guests coming in, like, we're weird enough as it is. We are weird enough as it is. I don't know if that's the next level of weirdness well, that we, we want people to see in our group. I just my parents made me take them from the house. Sarah, I also know you, and I know they will be here for years They're before you get rid of them. They will be here for They're years. Okay. Greg, look, they're just going to stare at you. Oh, wait. That's. I'll take a picture of this and just we'll post this up later. That is uh, that's not right. 
What do you mean? That's not right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I want to distract for me. Why don't we do a little bit of World of Crazy? Yeah. Do you want to do that or do you want to go somewhere else? No, no let's do some World of Crazy. We might as well stick on this train. <sighs> They're all looking at you, Greg. Tickles and Big Sarah and Baby Tickles. I think dolls just kind of unnerve me a little bit anyway. Like my mom has, um, I think she still has them, but she, she never had a girl. So, they, we, I mean, we just, my brother and I weren't interested. She has like these old actual like China dolls that she had from when she was a kid. Uh-huh. And they're really neat and probably worth money. Super creepy. It was in this one closet, and you could open up the closet, and they'd be staring down at you from up above. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't like them. Like the porcelain dolls? Yeah. 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 It it always freaked me and my brother out. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe we can... Well, because I feel bad because they are like nice dolls, even though they're scary. Think somebody else would want them, or we could like do a giveaway? Maybe give them out as prizes at an event. You want to give away your your childhood dolls? Well, do you think anybody would want them? I mean, people like creepy dolls. People do. Let's think about it. Okay. Give me. I'm open to suggestions. Sarah at funemploymentradio.com. Let me know if you. What Send you us think in I pictures should. of your creepy dolls. Let's make a montage. In the meantime, I'm gonna. Dress them with Fun Employment Radio shirts, just and leave them on the couch just until we no, figure out what to do them. No, no, Hello, no, 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 Hello, my no, friends. No, 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 no. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. No. Oh, stop it! Mm-mm. Stop being such a stick in the mud. Mm-mm. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, first up, have an update on a story that we've been following closely out of Camillus, New York. Camillus, New York. Do you remember a man by the name of Michael Rotondo? Which one's he? He's the 30-year-old man who wouldn't move out of his parents' house. Deadbeat guy. Yes. Okay. Well, the 30-year-old who sued his parents because they tried to make him move out? Uh, Yeah, because they they couldn't get him out, so they finally had to take him to court to get him legally evicted. Yeah, even though they were going to pay for everything. Yep, they offered to pay for everything. They offered to cover his expenses. Didn't uh, Alex, what's his name, the, you know, fucking weirdo Alex Jones, uh, pay him like three grand or something? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, well, here, I have that in the story. Yeah, I have that in the story. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Rotondo was helped indeed by right-wing radio nut job Alex Jones in order to get his stuff out of his parents' house. Rotondo honked and waved to reporters as he pulled out of the driveway of his parents' split-level ranch in New York two and a half hours before the noon deadline that was set by a judge last week. He said his parents said goodbye more or less and got his rumbling station uh, wagon started after it failed to start the first couple of times. When he was asked how he felt, he gave a one-word answer. He said, great! Rotondo avoided uh, TV crews stated at his, uh, let's see, at the road outside of his parents' house early Friday morning by leaving from the back, but returned in a past, let's see, he returned in a pickup truck, he loaded a cooler and garbage bags full of his items into the truck, and then left. Now, Mark and Christina Rotondo brought the course, uh, case to court after their son would not leave after several eviction notices offering him money and other helpful things to help him get out of the house. They also offered to, uh, him $1,100 so he could find a place to stay. What a jackass. God. So Rotondo uh, is planning to spend his next week in Syracuse at an Airbnb. So he hasn't even moved anywhere. So he but he credits, has money to, to afford an Airbnb for it. Well, he credits Alex Jones again. God, Alex crazy Jones person is Alex the Jones, worst. who gave him three thousand dollars 
to cover his rental and other costs. Uh, later, he plans on moving in with a distant cousin, is what he says. Who's the cousin that's going to allow him to move in with him? And what's the definition of a distant cousin? I don't know. Yeah. Like, how many times removed? Like, distance, like they haven't talked to each other for a while, or distant to like they're vaguely related? I have no idea. Well, of course, uh, Rotondo. What's because- it? A second cousin... A second cousin is your parents' cousin's kid, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's a second cousin. Yeah. I've got a few second cousins out there. What's, what's like, a cousin once removed? Is that what that is? Is or? that a divorce? I don't know. Neither I don't know. of us like, have the Neither of us know okay. what we're talking right. about. Uh, also, of course, Michael Rotondo recently appeared on Jones's InfoWars show. Ugh. Uh, let's see. So Rotondo says, uh, let's see. Uh, Rotondo says that he's happy with his new life. Calls him made to Mark and Christina Rotondo, but we're not answered. They're probably like, thank God he's out of here. Oh, yeah. Don't give a shit. They are going to stay at home forever and just relax. Oh, my gosh. Like we getting have rid it of to a, ourselves. Like getting rid of a bad roommate, uh-huh. finally, and you're just like, oh, I can breathe again. Yeah. All right. So that's what's happening in the Rotondo thing. He is batshit crazy and living in an Airbnb. I feel bad for whoever's Airbnb that is. They're probably going to they, have a hard time getting him out of there. Well, they have to rent. I yeah. mean, I don't think, yeah, you can't discriminate. So, oh, yeah, he's never going to leave. Uh-huh. That's true. Oh, yeah. They're just sitting there like, fuck. Well, I have $3,000 from like, Alex the, Jones from InfoWars, and the, I'm going to stay here as long as I want. Oh, you know, they're sitting there like, what are the policies? How can we get him kicked out? How can we get him oh, kicked God. out? Because he's never going to leave again. Oh, that guy is the worst. All right, well, do you have a story out of Canada? Because, you know, pests in other countries like us, we have, like, nutria and all different kinds of, and rats. Other cities have horrible things. Of course, in Canada, they have. I hate nutrias. I know. So their feral animals are feral peacocks are in Canada. Peacocks. Yes. So residents of Surrey in B.C. are having issues with peacocks roaming their neighborhoods. So in addition to being loud, uh, the peacocks keep Where attacking... Where was this at again? I'm sorry. In Surrey, British Columbia. Surrey, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so in addition to being loud, the peacocks have also been attacking expensive cars in the area because they are fighting their own reflections. <laughs> wow. So, uh, Wait, local, so, so what are they doing? Canadian like- Ryan Craig says, with a dark-colored cars, they can see the reflection fairly clearly, so they make the mistake <laughs> that uh, another peacock is there and they have at it. They'll get the front panel, the side panel, the rear panel, and then work their way to the other side. This issue with the peacocks has wow. been going on for months. Please tell me there's video of a peacock fighting a car out there somewhere. Uh, there, I saw a picture of a peacock staring at himself in the reflection of a car. I'm sure you can find a peacock fight. That's amazing. So who let all these peacocks loose? Uh, they don't. Let's see. It says, uh, let's see. So local resident uh, Ryan Craig says that because of the peacock shrieking, living in Surrey is like living with a colicky baby from March all the way to October. Because that is the peafowl mating season, which leads to piercing peacock mating calls Ugh. nonstop. I don't like peacocks. I don't like them one bit. They're unfriendly and they're scary. I mean, they're all right. Mm. They're there. I don't, yeah. I don't have a whole yeah. lot of So the city, so if you live in Surrey, you're shit out of luck because the city is reporting that they will not do anything to get rid of them. And that people who live there are also feeding the birds, so they're really not going to be going anywhere. So Why are you feeding the birds? Of, full of... So it's like Kauai. screeching peacocks. Kauai with all their chickens. The chickens. You know, it's going to be, Surrey's going to be the peacock capital. Oh, right. yeah. All right, from Canada. Canada. Got another Canadian story. Out of Kelowna, mm-hmm. BC. Do you know where that is? I do. Okay. Uh, the headline reads, I'm covered in poo. 
Transport Canada investigates feces falling from the sky. All right, well, let's see. As I just said, Transport Canada is investigating two cases of cars in Kelowna. Kelowna? Kelowna, I think. Kelowna, yeah. B.C., being struck with suspected human feces falling from the sky. The first incident happened May 9th and covered concerned citizen Susan Allen's car with her sunroof open, so it hit both inside and out. <laughs> no. Susan Allen told a reporter when asked, she said, I started crying, and I'm like, I'm covered in poo. The car was inundated with poop. It was flying from the sky. You could feel the drops hitting you. When I looked up, there was nothing above but a plane flying. Uh-oh. Three days later, a man found a similar mess on his car, which was parked in the driveway. Transport Canada is investigating the alleged events, and they're collecting and reviewing information regarding the incidents on May 9th and May 12th. So the Kelowna International Airport has narrowed it down to one of three planes that were passing over the area at both times. Are, I mean, that's what small- they do. They... But if they're smaller transport planes, do they even have bathrooms on those? Well, yeah. I mean, if they got, they got to go somewhere. Oh boy! I mean, there's just a jar up there in the front cockpit, or I didn't think that you could fly that long in like a smaller plane. Like how how big was the plane? Uh, I mean, a transport plane is if it's transporting cargo. Those are still pretty big planes usually. No, yeah. unless it's like a. Are we talking about like a Cessna size? Or a Piper? It really Those doesn't specify what... Say it, so I was trying to sound Wow, smart. look at you. A Cessna or like, a Look Piper? at all my plane knowledge. Lots of plane knowledge. So much plane knowledge. Is it like the... This is like the... Um, like the jogging poopers, but like in the sky. The ones that just can't help themselves. Or it's just a vindictive person up there like, screw you, Kelowna. Yeah, with like the best aim ever. I hate you, Kelowna. Like if, if that's like a scorned man and he yeah. gets it right through that woman's like open... Well, I don't think you'd have that good aim, but if they yeah. hate Kelowna... Man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. I know, like, the big airplanes do it. Also, coming back to uh, North America, uh, came back to the States, the Portland pooper has still not been caught. Still out there. Both of them. That's right. There's two. Yeah. Or it could be the same. We don't know. Yeah. There's one in Lads Edition, which is closer into Southeast Portland. Right. But no, that right one was called something studio. else. That one was called something else. He was the... Uh, what was it? I'll have to see if we can... They had a different name for that yeah, guy. Yeah, I don't think it had poop in the name. Like the Yeah. Feces bandit or oh the poop pooping bandit no something along oh, those lines oh boy we're really All yeah right. pooping bandit yeah the Portland pooper was previous to that yes yeah, so that was the one up on like Southeast Powell yes like out toward 82nd yep all right you can tell we live in the classy part of town when the only pooping bandits only exist in our quadrant yep mm-hmm. all right got one more story this is an update from a story that we've had a couple times ago of course it has to do with Time travel. Oh, So you remember James Oliver. We've talked about him before. He's been stuck in our timeline for a little while now. Is he the guy that... um, There are a few of them. I get them confused. I recognize the name, but this is the story that just came out today. Is he the guy that said he time traveled from like eight years from now or something? No, this is the guy who traveled from the year 6491. Oh, okay. Different guy. So he is back in the news because he has just recently undergone the test and he... 100% 100% passed a lie detector test about where he's from. So a time traveler... 6491. I mean, that's so far into the future. A time traveler Why who believes he's from 6491 but got stuck in 2018 when his time machine broke <laughs> has passed a lie detector test. James Oliver's story was doubted, but paranormal experts say they were blown away when he was able to take the test and the results said that he was telling the truth. But what is the truth? The truth is something that you can just convince yourself well, what of. What were the questions? Point. Um... 
But let's see. Oliver claims he lives more than centuries in the future and was sent back in time. He passed every question. It's more than centuries. millennium in the, in the future. Millennia. He said, uh, so when asked questions, he said, your years, millennia, your years are different than mine, he says in an anonymous video, which blurs out his face. Where I'm from, the years are longer. My planet is further away from the sun than yours is, so it takes longer to get around. But we have gifted mathematicians who work to calculate our years from those uh, from those from other civilizations. Now, although the man has a Birmingham accent with a U.S. twang, he claims he's from outer space. Describing life light years from now, he says more, from outer space. more species and planets are discovered and that, that there are fights coming between humans and aliens. And they're coming soon. He says we are well, cons- not for us. What do we care? Yeah. He says we are. No, for us, he says oh, it's coming it's from the future to now? tell us now. Well, yeah. clearly it worked out. The humans survived to 6491. That's true. That's a long time. So no need to worry. He said, in the future, we are constantly finding new planets and galaxies. Most of it's just nothing, but sometimes you hit the jackpot and find intelligent life. You'll find new planets, new ecosystems. There are a lot of planets more intelligent than humans. There have been some conflicts, but most have been put under control by the Federation very quickly. (laughs) The Federation is there as a peacekeeping vessel. Now, his story resembles... It's called the United Federation of Planets, and... (laughs) His story resembles, of course, no coincidence to this. Uh, the saved film many plot. times by a brave captain. <laughs> the film was plot James of Back to the Future, where Marty McFly gets stuck in the 50s after he runs out of plutonium to power his machine, his old DeLorean. Well, according to Oliver, global warming is going to get worse and our planet is going to get hotter. He also says there's a UN-style system of planetary leaders to ensure peace. He says he is friends with people from other planets. He says the definition of alien is something out of this world, so technically I'm meeting one right now. Oh. He's calling Pat. Okay, he's but calling here's us the aliens thing. because he's from the future from a different time. Here's the thing, though. So he's so far advanced. They're in this whole different timeline, but basically he's saying he ran out of gas and got yeah, stuck seen, in our timeline. Yes, he got stuck like, in our timeline. That's essentially what it is. They're that far advanced. They can travel in time, but apparently reliability <laughs> is not an issue or is an issue. All right, he says that, um, yeah, so he meets a lot of aliens. Where's his time machine? He ha- Greg, stop asking questions that totally could have logical answers. He says, I've, I've made friends with aliens on occasion, but the only time I meet them is when I'm home. That's that same sort of thing. They travel to where I live, and I do know them. I have personal relationships with a few of them. I have friends I consider friends aliens. With many aliens. I know a lot of aliens. They are a nice lot. Don't be quick to judge. I have some who are quite good friends. My closest friend is from another galaxy. <laughs> well, another surprise that he just ooh, blew off the lid on is that uh, the future in the future we'll all have our own AI system called Siri. He's not even being inventive. No. The same as Apple's operating systems assistant. He goes on to say that everyone in the future has their own AI intelligence system called Siri, which recognizes users by their voice. Totally believe We also have a device at home that helps us called Alexa. So there you go. I don't know what the questions are. I mean, I love how anything can be in context. Like, he passed a lie detector test. Like, yeah, what were the does questions? that look like green to you? <laughs> well, we still in the truth. Yep. All right. There you go, my Why friends. do they blur his face? Um, because he doesn't want people to know his real identity. Nobody, nobody's going to know him. He's the from the government future. will know him. He's from the future. There is, should be no you records don't know of him anywhere. What the government knows? There should be no records of him at all. He's from sixty four ninety one. 
Speaking of that, I just finished my Twin Peaks book, and it's a lot about, like, aliens and time travel and that kind of thing, and one of the speculations is that the aliens have been here the entire time since the beginning of time, and everything from, like, ghosts to religion to demons to, uh, like, things that are unexplained to actual alien sites are actually just aliens just toying with us the entire time. Oh, boy. It's pretty fascinating stuff. All the aliens toying with us. Yeah, they've been there since the beginning, and the things that we can't explain are just them because they've been playing with us because they existed here before us. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. I get it now. Um, Would you like to hear part of him in his lie detector? Sure. Because I believe I have some audio. Uh, It looks like of him being asked questions. (laughs) Okay, interesting. Um, but you do, in fact, have a time machine? Yes, I do. It's, it's, it's my Lighty space craft. That's true. Are you from the year 6491? Oh, uh, yes. I mean, it, it would, yes. Uh, Why was it dubbed in like that? I don't know. Like I explained in the last video, um, your years are different than mine. Obviously, your, uh, he sounds like Jemaine. your system started with the birth of Jesus Christ. And, uh, oh, the death of Jesus Christ, sorry. And, uh, mine has dated back to the beginning of the, f- the first civilization. Not to mention that um, from where I'm from, the years are longer because my planet is further away from the sun than yours is, so it just, it just takes longer to, to get around. Um, but, after, but we have uh, very, very gifted mathematicians working day and night to come up with algorithms. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I love how that's like clearly dubbed in. So probably it's like, is this, are you from the year 2018? <laughs> Um, never mind. Per- perspectives are being swayed in the chat. It seems uh, overwhelmingly people are believing that this guy is indeed. Look, lie detector from says, the future. Test says true. So, I mean, that's kind of it. Sixty-four ninety-one. Get ready for the alien battle. Are you from sixty-four ninety-one? Like seriously? We have a different form of years. <laughs> All right, there you have it, my friends. There's your world of crazy. Crazy. Excellent. Well, wow. we've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. We've learned a that's lot. What, that's what I feel this is, uh, like an education of sorts for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to be helpful, Craig. Right. He's got many, many friends from other galaxies. The best people. <laughs> Some of my best friends yeah. are from other They're galaxies. great people. The best Somebody people. who wrote that in the chat, that made me laugh. I was just looking at this. <laughs> I think I um, Yeah, Eddie says, uh, some of my best friends come from other planets, but I don't want my sister to marry any of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I've got a tiny bit of ball talk. Did you want to do it? Yeah, just a little All bit right. of ball talk to cover. Oh, there's a big thing tonight, right? I thought. Um, there was a big game yesterday. Oh, I thought I had heard something on the radio when I was driving. Well, there, there's kind of one tonight. Okay. Ding, ding, yes. Ding. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Here's what's going on in the world of sports. Yes, well, there is a big game tonight as far as the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. So the Las Vegas Golden Knights are taking on the Washington Capitals. Capitals! I was trying to remember what they were called. So the series right now, Washington leads 2-1. to one. They're in Washington, I believe, for this fourth game. And if they win, they go up 3-1, which that's uh, pretty hard to come back from, but you never know. This is Las Vegas's amazing season. So we shall have to see what happens. But yeah, the Vegas Golden Knights are taking on the Washington Capitals. Woo! 5 p.m. Pacific for that game. In the NBA Finals, well, things aren't looking so good for LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers because no. they just got destroyed by the Golden State Warriors. 
Stephen Curry set a record for three-pointers in a finals game. He broke Ray Allen's record. He hit nine three-pointers last night as they handily beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. But How many games is that now? 2-0. So Golden State's won both games at home. Now it goes to Cleveland. I believe the next game is tomorrow. I'll double-check on that as far as when that happens. Um, the next game is Wednesday. Wednesday is the next game, so they got a couple days off. Okay. Where the Warriors will take on the Cavaliers in Cleveland to pick back up that series. But yet, there is a video out, though, that's amazing. So, game one ended where Cleveland had five seconds left, and they the game was tied, and they could have taken a shot or called a timeout. And J.R. Smith of Cleveland just dribbled the ball out, just dribbled the time away, wasting all of that time. Really, really big mistake. Oh, yeah. And then he's seen right? on camera saying, I thought we were up. He thought they were winning. And there are, there's Deadspin posted this video. Somebody compiled four minutes of, uh, of video of just showing Cleveland's bench as they're waiting to go for the timeout with LeBron James sitting there two seats away from J.R. Smith. Neither of them looking at each other. And about a couple minutes in, J.R. Smith asked their coach, he's like, did we have a timeout? Probably thinking, well, maybe at least we didn't have a timeout. There's not much we could have done. He could have shot. But, and you see the coach go, yeah. And LeBron's head instantly going down oh. of just immense frustration, realizing that's probably, it's basically momentum for the whole series, for possibly winning that game. So many things that could have happened right there. And it's LeBron James realizing it all. It's the most awkward video I've ever seen, uh, probably in all of the NBA. I mean, oh. honestly, it is so awkward. And if you awkward. say that, I know you watch a bunch of awkward And shit. I love it. It's just, and J.R. Smith just looking straight ahead. I mean, J.R. Smith is, is a moron. I mean, that's a fair statement to say. Yeah. He's, he's kind of a lunkhead. Um, wow, it's amazing, though. So you can check that video. Oh, lunkhead. That's the main thing. He's a lunkhead, man. That guy's, he's not known for making the brightest decisions. Uh, he's very lucky that he got to be on uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers with yeah. LeBron James. I think that's helped extend his career for quite a while. He's a good shooter sometimes. But anyway, there we go. That's where that's at. Finally, I'll leave this. The college baseball playoffs are on, and the Oregon State Beavers have handily moved on to the next round. They won the Corvallis Regional by beating the LSU Tigers. So the same team that... Uh, that beat them last year to knock them out of the College World Series. Mm. Watched that when I was in Mexico uh, for my birthday. LSU knocked off Oregon State, who was the number one overall seed last year, and, and beat them. Well, this year, Oregon State just beat LSU 12-0 to in a baseball game Ooh. to move on, getting revenge, and move on in the playoffs. So hopefully we'll see the Oregon State Beavers in the College World Series. After the win I the wonder next why round. this is in the news, Greg. That's all I wanted to say. Uh-huh. Oregon State Beavers getting a little revenge on LSU. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, people wanted a prediction, too, for the Vegas-Washington oh, yeah. game it. tonight. The prediction is this. Washington's going to win. Ooh. The Capitals will win this one. But the series is not over. Both technically and I think it's going to go longer. I've got an idea of how this is all going to work out. Oh, and the Mariners are in first place? Are they? Good board. Wow. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there we go. We'll leave that. That concludes this edition of Ball. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I was listening to something about, um, like, the moving forward about us getting our own MLB team. Oh, 
You're right, and I'm sorry. Uh, that happened over the weekend too. Oh, sorry, uh, I wasn't trying to. No, uh, no, we, I just, I just to... remembered it because I heard my well, mom was talking about. As far as yeah, the Portland Diamond Project. This was announced. I think I said it last week. I did that. Russell Wilson and Sierra mm. are now part of a group trying to get Major League Baseball. And then to you Portland. talked about how hot you thought Sierra was for like five minutes. Yes, <laughs> super hot. Yeah, I've always said I want to have a beer with Russell Wilson. So they're kind of like the most amazing couple on earth to me. And I feel like a creep talking about it. You sound like one. You're so hot, though. Anyway, um, now they're part owners of this initiative, and they were even in Portland on Saturday and had a press conference here in Portland, Russell Wilson and Sierra did, announcing their partnership to bring Ooh. baseball to Portland. I like it. So that's where we're going there. All right. For the third time, that concludes this edition. <laughs> Doing great. All right. <laughs> Where did that come from? That's amazing. I don't know, but that's not a picture that I want out there. Oh, which means I'm posting it everywhere. No, because of that goddamn drawing from Brian Wood. Oh, your penis on your hand? Bastard. Yes. All right, anyway. (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Yes, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, Seriously, go to to funemploymentradio.com. Click on that Audible link right there. And sign up for a free trial, get two free audiobooks, pick up a copy of The Zombie Who Cried Human. That would be wonderful. The Zombie Who Cried Human. We would love it if you could. Also, was my technologically, uh, like, helping my mother this weekend? I also took her to Fun Employment you Radio. You mean by writing the... me and asking me questions about... Yes. She was really concerned about her data. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we clicked on that Fun Employment... We went to FunEmploymentRadio.com, clicked on that Audible link, and my mom is now able to listen to... What's the late like Anne Perry? I don't know. Some, she likes all of her murder mystery books. Oh, that's cool though. Yeah, so she loves it, and she's like, "Oh my goodness, they're all on here." Oh my! And she doesn't talk like that. Oh my! But she was very excited, and she did all of that by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Audible link. Awesome. Boo boo! I have not been home yet. I need to go and shower. Yeah, yeah, you do. You can't uh, tell. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. If you'd like to join the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, go to funemploymentradio.com slash support. And it's really easy. It's $6.99 a month. The first week is free or $80 for the entire year. Congratulations to Daniel, who just joined today. <gasps> Daniel, and is there you're in the best. The live chat with us. And if you can't listen live, the chat is always there to go back to. We've got a lot of stuff exclusive in the archives. I've added some more videos and audio over the last couple of days, and we'll keep putting more stuff in there. So that's exclusive stuff just to... Uh, say thank you for joining the Supporters Club. It oh, really no. does go a long ways towards supporting this show. So if you're able to do that, great. If not, thanks to just continuing to download our show. It uh, really does uh, really does help us out a lot. Well, it looks like, do we have a birthday? Is that what's... Oh. I don't know. I don't know if we got an email. Maybe we got an email. There was a birthday and I Oh, I haven't had a chance it. to look at my emails yet. Yeah, I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, I'm trying to tuck Big Sarah's arm back in. Um, oh, my. That's the creepiest thing that you've ever said. All right, We're hang trying on. trying to tuck... Big right, Sarah's that. arm. She smells kind back of weird. Again. <laughs> Just like little Sarah. <laughs> we both smell weird. Um, let me take a look here. I, I don't know who the. Can somebody just tell us whose birthday yeah, it is? Yeah, if, if we're supposed to do one, we'll so do it dis- right now. Yeah, otherwise I'm so we'll, discombobulated. Otherwise, we'll get it on there tomorrow. So I yeah. think we'll we'll do that tomorrow. Well, I just loaded it. Okay. Well, right, I don't well, know. Don't, don't be know coy. Just let us know. Oh, okay. So it's uh, Daniel's birthday. <gasps> Daniel. All right. Playing well, hard to get. There we go. Daniel, both little Sarah, that's me. Big Sarah, that's her. Little Greg and I. Oh, that's me again. All wish you the happiest of birthdays, Daniel. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Hot, hot damn, damn right. right. And Daniel did give himself the best birthday birthday present of all by becoming a member of the FERC. That's a pretty sweet birthday present. I mean, right my gosh, it's the perfect fit for everybody in awesome. your life. One size fits all. Something you can give as a gift as well. You sure can. I mean, imagine the person in your life when you tell them, oh, you're a member of an exclusive club. Plus, you get a pretty sweet rocking pin. Uh-oh, I just hit something weird. Yeah, we're just Big Sarah's a little in Sarah my way. Filling time right. here. Filling time. <sighs> she smells weird. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow at our usually scheduled time with more Fun Employment Radio. Oh, real quick, too. Congratulations to the well-adjusted gamer. One year as a podcast. Yes. All here as part of the Fun Employment Radio Network. That is awesome. Well-adjusted gamer. Go to our website. Click on his link and download his podcasts. They are fantastic. They are. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Buttons. Uh, Buttons. Buttons.